Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live worldwide your inside look into combat sports so let it be written so let it be done brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization pull up some dust and sit down and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history i'm deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior i engaged in Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but hardly duplicated. On today's show, I hope to bring you the retired HBO godfather as we do each and every Sunday. That's right. The wisdom of Larry. Larry Merchant should be here in about 10 minutes. So the godfather, we uh, we have the throne ready for him. We're expecting him. Of course, we'll be calling him in just a few minutes. So Larry Merchant will be here. We'll also delve into the world of Sonny Liston. Charles Sonny Liston. Of course, man, born when? 1922, 1923, 1930, 1932. Talk live worldwide right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, open phone lines all around the planet. You can join us on the tour if you like. Don't feel embarrassed. Straight up, I won't I won't bite your head off. 1-800-878-7529. The toll-free listening line once again, one 800 878-7529. Of course, the, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio. People like texting me. They also like ripping me via text, which is sort of cool because, you know, it's cool. I, I take the heat. Bottom line is the text line here in the studio. The number is 415-275-1613. The studio line once again here. The text line here in the studio, 415-275-1613. You tune to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby, but you know that. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.MoneyASAP.com That's MoneyASAP.com MoneyASAP.com It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. Question for Andy. It was the party of the year made better by frozen pizza at 4 a.m. until your stomach turned into a churning mess of New Year's regret. For your first resolution, do you A, vomit, B, drink the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine. Take Nauzine. Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get Nauzine now in the purple box at Walmart or your favorite store. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. iHeartRadio. An app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing MMA today only on Sports Byline. Back in 1966, Joe Lewis and Muhammad Ali went back and forth on TV. It was sort of funny. Check it out. Here in Louisville, we have a heavyweight champion of our own, but most people in this area say you're the best. Well, thank you very much. Uh, it's always nice to to the fans to, to, to say nice things, you know. It's wonderful. Well, Joe, uh, you're now with uh, the heavyweight champion. What is your official capacity? <clears throat> well, I'm uh, somewhat of an advisor of him getting the condition and everything. Here's the champ now. Yes, I didn't say. What are you looking so sad about, champ? Yeah, I'm surprised at you. I mean, I'm really insulted. I mean, that's not right, what you just said. 
What do you mean? What I just said? I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna get a drink of water. I'm late getting on, but you talk. I said something about the greatest heavyweight champ, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a hometown man, and you talking about Joe Lewis, man. Joe Lewis wouldn't, wouldn't be nothing for me. Joe, I tell you, Joe, do you think you would have stood a chance with me? <clears throat> well, Clay, done one time I during my career, uh, I went on a bum of month tour. Bum of the month? I would have been a bum compared to you. Well, you'll be on the tour. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know. We've heard so many reports about who you're going to fight next. Who is it going to be? Well, uh, Ernie Terrell is in line for the next shot. Then, uh, Doug Jones, he could be next. But we're really debating over um, who the Louisville sponsoring group thinks will be the best as far as uh, money is concerned financially. We would like to fight the best man. The public, most of the people are talking about Ernie Terrell, and we think Ernie Terrell will be a, the best contender. And plus, he's ranked number one. And after Terrell, three months later, I would like to take Jones, and I would like to fight about four times a year. That way, I can keep up with Joe Lewis. You know, Joe. Most of these champions are they like Sonny Lister, next champions like Patterson and Johansson only fought once a year. And I would like to do like Joe Lewis did, a bomb a month. That way, I can stay active and don't get too lazy. Of course, Ali getting drilled a little bit there by Joe Lewis, accusing him of uh, conducting a bum of the month tour. He said that Ali wasn't a bum, but he'd be on the tour. So I guess that's what he was saying. Bottom line is, they had a good rapport back and forth. Of course, the two world heavyweight champions, Joe Lewis and Muhammad Ali. Now we bring in another heavyweight champion, folks. We'll talk about the retired HBO godfather himself, Mr. Larry Merchant, coming to us from the City of Angels. Larry, very good morning to you, sir. Back at you, Pedro. Okay. Um... Not a whole lot happening as we end 2019, of course, enter 2020 as far as the schedule is concerned. In fact, I looked at the schedule, and the next big fight, according to Fight News, is Clarissa Shields, which almost makes me want to um, abandon the sport of boxing. Larry, women's boxing is so unentertaining to me because, you know, in, in women's, I'll say it again, in women's, in women's tennis, the court's a little smaller. In women's basketball, the basketball's a little smaller. In women's golf, the holes are a little shorter as far as their length is concerned. But in boxing, they do battle with the same gloves, and they don't have the leverage. They can't put the power on the, can't put power on the shots. It's just, it's just a waste of television time. Well, somebody um, has figured out that there are enough people who want to watch it uh, that they can make money off it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on. Are you, are you sure they're trying, not trying to be politically correct and, and to show a few chicks here and there? Uh, I don't know. There have been some outstanding women's uh, boxers, mm -hmm. a couple of whom have um, been elected to the Hall of Fame just uh, this past season. Mm -hmm. um, Lucia Riker and Christy Martin. Yeah, Lucia Riker was the best women's boxer I ever saw. I should say fighter. She was. She was just hell. Um, and um, she retired a few people. And Cindy Martin, <laughs> and Cindy Martin was a, a very good boxer. I, I, um, uh, if they want to go at it, and if uh, they can fill out a card, I mean, didn't Bob Arum use? Uh, um, how should I? Me and Miss St. John. Well, yeah, but he also had um, 
that big fat guy who Butterbean. Butterbean. You know, and they were they were part of a of a of a show like uh, like you know, like a freak show at a circus. And uh the people were entertained uh waiting for the big event. Uh we've talked before about the fact that uh the element of of power uh, is missing in women's game. Women don't have as much body strength and power as men do. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot of the drama out of it. And so it's not as entertaining uh, to uh, knuckleheads like you and me. So basically it boils down to the gloves, the size of the gloves. If we, if we, if we were to reduce the size of the gloves, women's boxing would be more exciting. I, I think so. Um, that's above my, uh, or maybe below my, uh, pay level. Okay. <laughs> Gasol Lomachenko and Teofimo Lopez, are they signed for May? I mean, they're both talking about May. They're saying May is going to happen. Is it? Do you hear that? No, I'm, I'm not, uh, on the ground to know those sorts of things. I depend on you, Pedro, to I get that kind of news tonight. Ah, don't do that. Hey, in 1970, Sonny, listen, I'm going to go into this in depth an hour or two, but in 1970, Johnny Taco, my old mentor, of course, he ran the, the ringside gym in Las Vegas from 1952 until 1997, I believe. Um, anyway, he walked into Sonny Liston's room, smelled a little, went to his apartment, it was locked, smelled a little funny, and of course he went in there and found Sonny and then brought the wife and all that kind of good stuff. So I'll go into the depth in depth in hour number two. Was Charles Sonny Liston, when you look back on him, was there any nice, was he a nice guy or was he really the mean hooligan that he was portrayed on television to be? Um, I think he was both. I had some interesting one-on-ones with him um, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he expressed the kind of uh, common sense. But uh, he had had a hard life, and um, he was illiterate, and he felt the wrath of uh, the public and his expectations that once he became a champion that the uh, public would forgive him for all of his sins, which included beating up cops and uh, being a, a goon for labor unions and so on and so forth. Uh, maybe he had to do that given his upbringing as one of 25 kids in a, in a racist society. But uh, a lot of people came out who didn't become thugs. Um, and he did. And, you know... Uh, that's the story. When people tell me, well, you have to understand where he came from, I I, I, I do understand where he came from. But uh, that doesn't excuse uh, some of his behaviors. Uh, and, and he himself was frustrated that he thought by winning the heavyweight championship of the world it would uh, wipe the, clean, the, the slate clean. Uh, but it didn't. 
The Godfather Larry Merchant on Charles Sonny Liston, going into depth on, of course, the former world heavyweight champion, his life and his demise, an hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Godfather stays with us. We'll be back after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211, and about a thousand other internet platforms. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby, but you knew it. I feel nice. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the mighty Sports by Live Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. Yeah, yeah. 
Probably going to lose my sponsor on this one, but what the hell. Anyway, bottom line is the WBA stands with the WBO now, offering support for professionals wanting to fight in the Olympic Games. Larry, I'm, that's that's taboo on my world, man. You don't let pros fight amateurs. Well, the Olympics has decided uh, that issue uh, years ago, uh, and I don't know why a pro would would go into an amateur uh, show except that he thinks it might help him market himself in some way. Uh, but in a three-round fight, um, most pros, not not the elite class of pros, um, might not have a have that much of a chance to dominate uh, young, uh, quick amateurs. Well, I I. I, I... I don't. I don't know why. What motivates anybody to be a? Once you're a professional fighter, you stepped away from the amateur ranks. I mean, I don't see guys winning the PGA Tour and then saying, "You know what, man? I'm going to go back and play as an amateur." That doesn't happen. Uh, that doesn't mean that there isn't a, 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 a space at the Olympics where many professionals have performed, where athletes are allowed to make money off of their being. Uh, outstanding, um, which didn't occur years ago. I mean, I once bought a, the first tennis racket I bought, I may have said to you, this, uh, to you in the past, was by, was from Rod Laver mm-hmm. for $10 because they, those guys needed money to support themselves. Wow. Rod Laver, of course, one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Right. Yeah. And um, after an interview, he said, "Would you like to buy this racket?" And then I bought it for ten bucks. Um, now, was it a good uh, racket? Huh? Was it a good racket? Well, it was a little bit. It was more like a club in my hands. <laughs> it was a big old wood wood racket, and uh, but you know those days are gone forever times change mm-hmm. amateurs can now make money uh and pros can now fight or compete against amateurs um it 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 it's the new normal okay um but you know personally i just having been an amateur i don't think it would be fair for me coming up and winning the golden gloves for me to have to fight vladimir klitschko you see my feel me on that godfather well especially since he outweighed you by about 100 pounds maybe 150 (laughs) maybe 150 at this point in time you tune to ring talk live worldwide larry merchant is spending some time with us of course coming to us from southern california um fighter of the year a tough Tough to argue with with Canelo Alvarez. I mean, the contract, him stopping Kovalev, of course, the WBO light heavyweight champion in that November bout in the tenth round. I mean, fighter of the year. I got no problem with that. I don't. Even, I don't know if anybody's a close second. Uh, I agree with you. In, in this day and age, where, where fighters who have reached the elite level um, are protected um, by promoters and networks um, from having. Uh, too many serious fights, uh, or too many fights at all. I give credit to Canelo for, you know, he, he beat Danny Jacobs, uh, and he beat Kovalev. Mm-hmm. Those are two pretty good horses right there. 
Speaking um, of, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt you, sir. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, speaking of horses, um, maybe he should have been a never ran. Julio Cesar Chavez, of course, quit against um, of Mr. Jacobs a fortnight ago, claiming a broken nose. You know, you're supposed to fight hurt, and and the fact that he pulled that crap in, you know, his father. I think I think you might have televised the fight when his father turned his back on Frankie Randall in that fight, and the WBC let him bring back take that belt back to Mexico. You remember that controversy, Godfather? I really don't. Okay. It was the fifth round, I think, of a fight in Las Vegas, and Frankie Randall had beaten Chavez the first time, upset him for the title, a split decision, won the WBC, I guess, what, whatever title it was, a 47-pound title, I think it was, 140-pound title. Anyway, in the rematch, their heads came together in the fifth round, and Randall, I thought, maybe won maybe three or four of the first four rounds. Their heads come together, and the WBC jumps in, and they took a point away from the other guy. I'm talking about Randall. So they took a point away from Randall, and they went to the scorecards, and they had Chavez up, and they gave him back the championship, and they never fought Randall again for another 10 years. Well, you know, uh, all these boxing organizations are basically business groups, mm -hmm. and that's why they favor the house fighter. And in the case of Chavez, he was, you know, a... a a national figure, and uh, they were trying to squeeze as much out of him as they could, and they were going to give him the benefit of all doubts. But the the, the lesson is is that all organizations are business groups, and they're selling their um, titles, so-called titles, um, so that. Fighters and their promoters can promote their fighters as champions, as as mandatories. Um, I don't know how many real names there are for champions these days and how many champions they are, but it's become a kind of a racket. Preceding the first Chavez-Taylor fight, of course, March 7, 1990, the night before I went into North Las Vegas. Take that back two nights before I went into North Las Vegas looking for Mexicans because where I was staying at the Las Vegas Hilton, there weren't any Mexicans, but yet the fight was sold out, and I was writing for a couple of papers, so I had to go get some some Mexican point of views. So I go into this bar in North North Las Vegas. A taxi driver brings me there. doesn't tell me it's a notoriously crazy bar or anything like that. So I get it out, and I see a little blood on the sidewalk. That should have been a telltale sign that I probably shouldn't have been going in there, Godfather. So I see a little blood on the sidewalk. I go in. I get around some Mexican guys. I buy a couple beers. This and that. We're talking Chavez. This and that. And they're all pumped up about the fight. And then I tell them, you know, Suleiman fixed one of Chavez's fights. And, you go, and they go, huh? I go, yeah. I go, I forget what year it was, but Chavez was disqualified for hitting some guy in the second round when the guy was on, on his knee. And Suleiman changed his qualification into a no contest. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I was adamant on the way I felt. The guy, the Mexicans weren't happy. One of them pulled out a knife. At that point in time, I backed my way out of that bar into another taxi cab, and I haven't been back to Las, North Las Vegas since. Well, Suleiman <laughs> infamously tried to overturn a knockout. Busted out his knockout of, of uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, some people think that uh, Suleiman was in. The back pocket and the front pockets of Don King. And there's another case 
of trying to protect a promoter and his star fighter mm-hmm. and even the sport in some abstract way by uh, turning over a, a knockout that all of us could see with our own eyes. And I think I've told you the story about um, testifying later at a, at, at a uh, hearing about that incident. And uh, when I asked someone about it, I said, have you ever heard of anything like this ever happening before? He says, yeah. I said, who? And he said, I'll, I'll send you a letter. Well, I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's change subjects a little bit. Um, the world is on fire right now, and I don't mean just Australia. I mean, it actually is, is figuratively on fire. But the world is on fire right now. Are we, experience a, are we experiencing a wag the dog thing here in the United States, meaning are we going to war under false pretenses? You've been around a while. What's your opinion on this? Are you talking about Iran? Iran, Iraq, I don't know. I don't know how to spell it. Yeah, Iran. Yeah. Um well, once upon a time, uh, uh, Congress had to improve, had to approve wars, um, but the congressmen don't want to take that responsibility because it could, uh, if the war turns out badly, um, it could cost them uh, their livelihood. So now Congress doesn't have anything to do with it, and 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 the presidents can. Uh, who are the commanders in chief? Uh, now that their responsibility is uh, has broadened, so that they can just go out and foment or get involved in a war in some way. Interesting. Uh, let's switch back to boxing. Hami Mugia is coming back us on the 11th. I think he's going to fight on the Clarissa Shields undercard on the um, undercard uh, on the uh, the zone. But Mugia is undefeated, former WB 154-pound title, stepping up to 160. He's fighting one of those guys, how can I put it, Gary Spike O'Sullivan. Jack Fist told me one time, he goes, beware of nicknames. Beware of nicknames and tattoos. Of course, this was the 1970s, and, and he had a few biases back in then. But Spike O'Sullivan, you ever heard anything about him? Nope. <laughs> well, there's a lot to be said in that. Anyway, Godfather, you have a wonderful Sunday. Say hello to the God Mama for me. Have a nice week, and we hope to talk to you next year. 2020 looks like it's rocking and rolling on boxing. You've got a birthday coming up, I believe, in March, so we're looking forward to celebrating that. And what can I say, Godfather? Each and every week, the fact that you find some time to spend with us here on this show, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and so does everybody listening. Okay, Pedro, Happy New Year once again, and uh, onward and upward. The retired HBO godfather, folks, Mr. Hall of Fame himself, Larry Merchant, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet before we go to the break. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or get this, the uh, the Guilfrey No Commitment Text Line. Texas Studio. I got a couple of texts we'll get to after the break, man. One of them is not too nice. Anyway, bottom line is text number 415-275-1613. The studio text line once again. 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk live, baby, from the Sports Byline Studios. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline.
decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. Give yourself the gift of great sleep through the holidays on the world's only mattress with the Purple Grid and get a free premium gift bundle to complete your Purple Sleep Set when you text SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. Data rates may apply. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Sports fans, you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, an exclusive sports byline production. 
22-3 and three now, 13 KOs. Badu Jack can't get a break, folks. I thought he personally won this fight. I thought it was close, but 114-112, I couldn't argue with those scores anyway because that means one point. In other words, had one judge went one point the other way, guess what? It would have been a draw. So bottom line is, pretty decent fight for these two guys. Maybe they'll do it again. I'm talking about Gene Pascal now, 35-6-1. and one. And, of course, I said the aforementioned Badu Jack can't get a break. Everybody's willing to admit that. Even Socrates Palmer said yesterday, 22-3 and three now. 13 KOs. Now, Jaime Munguia, outstanding prospect. Maybe not even a prospect. Of course, a WBO champion at one point in time, the WBO champion at 154 pounds. I mean, he took that title, and, and he looked like he was going to be a pretty good fighter with that. I mean, the vacant WBO title went uh, took that against Saddam Ali. Of course, Ali had a decent record at 26-1. and one. Next up, he takes on Liam Smith. He goes around with Liam. Of course, Liam's from the U.K. He's 26-1 and one at that point in time. Brandon Cook's next. He stops him, who was 20-1. and one. Then he takes on Takashi Inouye, and he uh, he stops Nick Debat, wins the points decision over him, points over Patrick Alato, who came in at 40-3. and three. And then, of course, there was that fight that I didn't like last year. I'm talking about April 13, 2019, against Dennis Hogan. I think Dennis Hogan licked him like a stamp. I really do. I think he won eight or nine of the 12 rounds. I don't even think it was close. I sent a letter to the WBO, a note to, a note to the WBO, the president. I said to him, you know, if ever there was a fight, maybe you should take a look at it. I thought this fight was a little bit shaky. And, of course, I shouldn't be saying that, but I'm saying that. And I thought it was a little bit shaky. Anyway, he didn't get his rematch. Hogan, of course, stepped up to 160 pounds and was recently stopped by one of the Charlo brothers. But now, Mr. Jaime Munguia, Mexico star, the heir apparent, the icon, you know, the next icon, that kind of crap. Anyway, the press was put spitting out from Tijuana. He's going to take on a guy named <clears throat> Gary O'Sullivan. Now, Gary O'Sullivan, the best thing about Gary O'Sullivan, I guess, besides that 30-3 and three record and the fact he's got 21 kills, is the fact he, he's got a mustache that, that, you, that you use mustache wax on and you roll it up. It's really one of those little funny little, I don't know how to say it, funny little Mexican mustache. But outside of his mustache and his record, he brings nothing to the dance. Of course, they're going to do this at, at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Of course, it'll be live on the zone. Of course, that'll be on the Clarissa Shields card. I can't believe that. They're making Jaime, even though I'm not a big fan of Jaime Munguia, he's 34 no, you're going to put him on the undercard of some chick that can't that can't entertain anybody. It doesn't draw. I mean, you're just putting women on TV because you have to. I believe that. I believe they're putting women on TV because it's politically correct. Larry Merchant said in the um, the previous segment that they were putting women on TV because they're making money off it. Yeah, maybe the women are making a little bit of money off it, but I couldn't imagine. I don't know anybody that's ever told me. Guess what, man? I'm going home to watch Clarissa Shields on box on television. I never know anybody that told me they're going home to watch a women box a woman box on TV. Not Christy Martin, not the aforementioned Lucia Riker, the greatest woman female fighter of all time. I think she lost one fight that was to a man. So I mean, you know, she's she's the real deal. But you know. Can I say, women's boxing, Clarissa Shields, what a waste of TV time. That's going to go down the 11th of uh, January, of course, from the zone. Of course, Jaime has said 34-0, and 0, not impressed with him, man. Don't know what to say. I think that... I think maybe the uh, the press reports of you know pushing him out of Tijuana, the higher hard guy from the border and that kind of good stuff, a tough guy, eh, good looking, speaks well, doesn't speak Spanish, English well, but he speaks Spanish well. I mean, he's articulate, there's no doubt about it, but not the fighter I think that I, I was expecting to come out of Tijuana. And that Dennis Hogan fight, man, God bless Dennis Hogan because he got he should have got the the elevator instead. He got the shaft. So those going to go down. Six days from now, of course, on the zone, live from San Antonio, Texas. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, in hour number two, we're going to delve into the world of <coughs> Charles Sonny Liston. Who's that? 
Some of you are asking, who is he talking about? Talking about the former world heavyweight champion. Of course, back in 1962, he won that title by knocking out Floyd Patterson one round. Came back in the rematch. And what did he do in the rematch? He knocked Floyd out again in the first round. Of course, yeah, seriously. So, of course, he lost that tight fight to Muhammad Ali in 1964 and lost another fight to Muhammad Ali, uh, of course, the rematch. So we'll talk about Listen's career and his death in depth in hour number two right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Straight up, 24-7. You can always catch us, folks, at iHeartRadio. Of course, the iHeartRadio links, and you can catch us live and delayed at iHeartRadio.com. In fact, we're coming to you from the iHeart. Radio studios here in the city, by the way, a.k.a. Sports Byline as well. The Zone. Have you got the Zone yet? If you haven't got the Zone, man, you're not going to be able to watch this Clarissa Shields fight. Now, I know you're buying the Zone just to watch Clarissa Shields. Now, prove me wrong. Now, watch the Zone subscriptions jump like thousands and thousands and thousands after this broadcast because they know Clarissa Shields is going to be fighting. And it could happen. And they could have, I just can't believe it. I can't believe they keep pushing this broad. I can't. And I call her a broad. Sorry, man, but you can't fight. You can lick a stamp if you wet your tongue. I can't. You can't hit girls. You're hitting on other girls with pillows. It just doesn't make it. Anyway, heavyweight division, 2020. How's it look? Who's the real man in heavyweight? Of course, I think it's Deontay Wilder. And why do I say that? Even though Tyson Fury beat him? Because I think once Tyson Fury gets hit with a jab in that February 22nd fight, he's going to start bleeding like the pig that he is. I mean, this is. You saw him the beat last time. Holy cow, last two fights. And that last guy, I can't even think of his name, but the last guy had him like, you know, in trouble. That fight should have been stopped. Had the other guy not been Joe Blow and had been somebody significant with some promotional uh, backing behind him and things like that, I think he would have got that, that, that. I think that fight would have been stopped that night. I think a doctor would have stepped up and said, you know, this fight's got to be stopped. This, this is too, too much blood. But because it was Tyson Fury, because the money was on the line, they keep letting it go. Now, of course, Fury, 34 years old, looking pretty good as far as a heavyweight's concerned. His boxing ability, I mean, he could box and, you know, he looks good, sort of like a Pernell Whitaker type of guy. Yeah, okay, I got to give him his props. But the reason I'm going to probably go with Wilder in the rematch, even though Tyson Fury beat him handily the first time, is that scar tissue to begin with. And the fact that I think that Deontay Wilder is going to be looking to, to, to make a point. He's going to be looking to, to he, he, he wants it. And I think he wants it more than, than Tyson Fury wants it. Tyson Fury is a head case. Yeah, he's got some issues, emotional issues, drug issues, depression. I wish him all the best. Of course, coming back off the, uh, the suicide watch and that kind of good stuff. Give him some props to Giant Gypsy. You really do. But, you know, I just don't think it's, I, I think that Wilder, if Wilder comes out and starts, and people say that Wilder's not a sharpshooter, I sort of, I sort of disagree with that. I think he, he throws that right hand in a bit of a sharpshooter mode, and I mean, like a sniper. Boom, if it catches you, it's done. I mean, he hit Luis Ortiz, not on the jaw, he hit him in the face. I never hit anybody in the face and knocked him out. Even if you're fighting guys, I mean, that's, this doesn't happen. But he destroyed this guy, hitting him in the face. That's how hard that right hand was. I'm talking about the right hand from Deontay Wilder that ended that fight with Luis Ortiz. Of course, the rematch, uh, Ortiz looking like he was on Flintstone vitamins there. Speaking of Flintstone vitamins, what are they doing? Different sanctioning bodies are, are testing for Flintstone vitamins, a.k.a. steroids. Athletic commissions are stepping up their game. But the bottom line is with steroids is that the guys that are cheating, they're always one step ahead of the people checking. You know, like the blind, I mean, what do they call that stuff that Victor Conti uh, rigged the 2000 Olympics with? The clear and the cream, the stuff that he gave to uh, 
Shane Mosley before that second Oscar De La Hoya fight when they were fighting 154 pounds. He gave him the clear and the cream, and then he gave him something else that would, like, make him recover faster. I remember Mosley sending him an email saying, you know, I need some help here. You know, I need some help in this fight. Yeah, we got the help. And when I was watching that fight down the stretch, I realized later what was going on. Of course, Shane Mosley was on the stuff. There's, he's, he admitted it. In a deposition, so whether he wants to come back and say he never took steroids, he's a liar because he admitted it in a deposition. Of course, that deposition, I believe, is on YouTube.com. That's probably the only thing that that, uh, that Victor Conti did positively. Now he, of course, said he's the uh, the, the the you know the, the the good guy wearing the white hat. Him and Margaret Goodman. Although I respect Margaret, I don't know what she's doing with Victor. Um, I respect the hell out of Margaret. Of course, she's a physician out of the Las Vegas area. Of course, her and I got together back in the 90s originally when I blasted her for um, allowing Danny Romero to continue in a fight where he was all cut up and busted up. And, of course, the fight was eventually stopped. But I, I you going to let him go out another round? Anyway, she let him go out another couple of rounds. I didn't think she needed to. But she still was a house fighter. Larry Merchant talked about... And hour number one, how I mean, a little bit earlier, how important the house wider fighter was to boxing. Of course, that night it was Danny Romero. Of course, the one half of the Albuquerque, him and Johnny Tappy. When they hooked it up, the Battle of Albuquerque, of course, at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas, I think in 1995. Man, the place was sold out. Albuquerque was rocking. Albuquerque was in the house. And, of course, Johnny Tappy came away the winner that night. Of course, Tapia. We talk about him often because he was a colorful character. I mean, he was a good guy. You hear him saying he loved me at times. <clears throat> he hated me at times. He was like, he was like, you know, night and day. He was a little bit bipolar. You know, he was a lot of bit bipolar. Of course, I remember one time I was doing a uh, a fight with him in El Paso, Texas. I was a ring announcer and doing the television afterwards. I think and I was television. Anyway, it was a post-fight interview. And I said to him, like, hey, Johnny, you know, we've been doing this a long time together, something like that. And then he started off with some F-word type of thing. And all. I was, whoa, whoa, whoa. But that's Johnny Tabby, of course. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. They're doing that movie on him. Of course, the the uh, the wife, Teresa Tappy, has got a book going. She's got all kinds of things happening, trying to keep the memory of Johnny Tappy alive. Of course, Johnny died um, probably as a result of the opioid epidemic. Of course, originally he had a cocaine problem. Of course, he used to say, I don't have any mistresses. I don't cheat on my wife except – I take that back. I do have one mistress, and it's cocaine. And that's just the way he loved Coke. I mean, John, John Jones, the USC light heavyweight champion, some of these guys just loved their cocaine. Pernell Whitaker loved his cocaine. Nothing you can do about it. Just cancel it. Hector Camacho loved his cocaine. Can't stop, guys. When they love that cocaine, you can't stop them. You just can't. I mean, I've tried. I mean, you know, that ain't good. you got to fight in the next six weeks. So, ain't none of your business. Oh, okay, okay. I know who I'll be betting on if I was betting. Bottom line is, Coke is no joke. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in the city, by the way. Heavyweights, is Joshua number one? I just said that Wilder was number one, even though Fury probably beat him in that first fight, of course, uh, 13, 14 months ago. So, I'm going to rate, I'm going to rate him right now. I'm going to rate Wilder number one. Unbeaten, 40-0, 41-0, 40 knockouts, something like that. But a lot of those guys he knocked out were like me, stiff, stone-cold hobos. Um, but you got to – I rate Wilder number one because of the punching power and the fact he's so tall and lean. And, of course, I rate Tyson Fury number two. And Anthony Joshua, the guy that got knocked out by that fat pig, Andy Ruiz, I rate him number – I don't even want to rate him number three or number four. He should, like, be rated way, way down there because he get, get beat up by a guy like that. And then, and then to allow that slob to go the distance with you the next time out, I saw some pictures of Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua going back and forth, some stills. Man, I mean, that guy had to be 70 pounds overweight. I mean, if he showed up for any other athletic job, 
he'd have been he'd have been banned. Any other boxing division, he'd have been banned. I mean, there's no way you would have let a swimmer like that swim in the Olympics. There's no you just wouldn't do it. But in boxing, the boxing establishment, they had to have that title back. No matter what it was, they had to get that title back from the fat boy because he was just, you know, he was a fluke. I mean, the bottom line was the reason why Joshua got knocked out was Joshua brought his chin to Andy Ruiz. And what do I mean by that is he, he, he overcommitted himself. He went forward. He brought his chin. He brought himself closer to Ruiz's punching power. And that's how he got clipped, okay, bringing his chin close. This last time, he went 12 rounds, fought a bit like a girl, but, you know, he won a 12-round decision. Larry Murchison it was a great boxing exhibition. I think that it just showed that Wilder doesn't have, I mean, Wilder, Joshua doesn't have the intestinal fortitude and the ability I once thought he had. I thought he was a real deal. Maybe not so. Right now, Anthony, not the golden boy. You are tuned to Ring Talk, baby, live on Sports Byline. He is Mexican. He's proud to be Mexican. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide, 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. I appreciate it. Say a prayer for me, buddy. And if there's anything I can do for you anytime, you let me know. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Soul Side of Town, baby, the new Tower of Power 2020. Check them out. That's the new album on the Soul Side of Town. Check it out, towerofpower.com. Let's take it to the uh, phone lines and go to Florida and bring in Anthony. What's up, Anthony? uh, Pedro, I have a question. I'm a I'm a casual boxing fan. What middleweight, super middleweight, and light heavyweight prospects should I look out for in 2020 that are American or or of Hispanic descent? Light heavyweights, I would have to go with Arthur Bedebev. You think he's like 15 0 with 15 knockouts? He's a guy at 175. Looks like he's going to be the guy to beat. He's a rough dude. 168, I was high on David Benavides until he got involved with cocaine. And once he got involved with cocaine, of course, coke is no joke, and he's had some issues uh, regarding his career is concerned. 160 pounds, you know, I don't know if Canelo, 168 pounds is Canelo's division. But 160 pounds, I don't know really who's going to step up. The aforementioned Jaime Mugia is trying to make a, a mark to form a WBO middleweight champion, but I'm not high on him at all. He's got great numbers. Coming is there out any of American fighters? Are these American fighters you're talking there about? Ain't, you know, you aren't going to see too many American fighters. American boxing, for the most part, I mean, you got the Charlo brothers. you got Charlo brothers looking good. you got Tony Harris and people like that. But I can't see too many amateur stars coming out. The guys turning pro that are are making me exciting. The one guy I'm excited about, though, is in a lower weight division, 135 pounds, is Ryan Garcia. They call him King Rye. Of course, he's Oscar De La Hoya's boy and Canelo's boy as well, but he's 19-0 with 60 knockouts. I think he's a guy to keep an eye on. Well, well what's your opinion on uh, 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 Oscar's cousin or nephew or whatever, uh, uh, Diego? Uh, I'll let you, I, I, oh, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm listen, I'm not a big fan of offspring or brothers and sisters and stuff like that. For the most part, they are underperformers when it comes to you matching their skills against the great iconic ones. You are tuned to Ring Talk okay, Live. You so much. Yeah, you're welcome. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. I want to mention five WBO title fights that took place New Year's Eve, of course, in Tokyo, Japan. I'll get to that in hour number two. I will get to the Sunny Listen life and death career as well. Hour number two, in-depth. In-depth. Sonny, listen. How did he die? It's simple. I'll explain it to you in hour number two as well. Of course, we'll hear from Sonny. Eh, we won't hear from Sonny, but we'll touch around the anchor punch as well. Of course, we'll have a good time. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide Force coming after the break. Stay tuned. Ring Talk kicks ass. Hour number two after the news.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. The Senate seems certain to keep President Donald Trump in office thanks to overwhelming GOP support expected in the impeachment trial. But how that trial will proceed and when it will actually begin still remains to be seen. Once the House transmits the articles of impeachment, decisions about how to conduct the trial will require 51 votes. With Republicans controlling the Senate, 53 to 47, Democrats cannot force subpoenas on their own. Republicans are continuing to hold the line behind Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's position that they should start the trial and hear arguments from House prosecutors immediately. It would take 67 votes to convict Trump on either charge and remove him from office. It's also far from certain that all 47 Democrats will find Trump guilty. Currently, Democratic Senator Doug Jones of Alabama said he is still undecided on how he might vote. This is USA Radio News. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Landslides and floods triggered by torrential downpours have left at least 60 people dead in and around Indonesia's capital as rescuers struggle to continue the search. Monsoon rains and rising rivers submerged over a dozen districts in the greater Jakarta area. National Disaster Mitigation Agency spokesman Angus Wilborough said most of the fatalities included those who have drowned or have been electrocuted since the rivers broke their banks. It's the worst flooding in the area since 2007 when 80 people were killed in over 10 days. Police say rock legend Rod Stewart and his son Sean were involved in an altercation at the Breakers Palm Beach Resort on New Year's Eve and subsequently charged with battery of a resort employee. An employee who is working the area claims the singer threw a punch, striking him in the rib cage. Both men are ordered to appear at the Palm Beach County Criminal Justice Complex on February 5th for their arraignment hearing. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. There are new estimates made of the total U.S. damage and economic loss due to weather-related causes in 2019. USA Radio's John Clemens reports. The report was compiled by AccuWeather of State College, Pennsylvania. Listed the California wildfires at 80 billion, hurricanes at 22 billion, tornadoes and severe local storms at 19.5 billion, flooding at 12.5 billion, and winter storms at 8 billion. 
If you did the math, you'll find the total cost at a $142 billion figure. AccuWeather also included crop losses to farmers, as well as the lingering health effects resulting from diseases from standing water from flooding and health impacts from the poor air quality from forest fires. I'm John Clemens. China has replaced its top official in Hong Kong following months of protest in the semi-autonomous territory. Wang Zhmin, the most senior mainland political official stationed in Hong Kong, was replaced as director of the liaison office of the People's Central Government. The office has come under major criticism in both Hong Kong and China for misjudging the growing unrest. Liu Huing, who previously served as secretary for the Communist Party in northern China, will take over the role. Around 400 people were arrested during a New Year's Day demonstration that turned violent with people throwing Molotov cocktails and vandalizing banks and shops while police responded with pepper spray and tear gas. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live worldwide your inside look into combat sports yeah brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization how about that and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history let's get him let's get him hard pedro fernandez better grab me quick before my knees give way Ramos y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you, emanating from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 make that, 36 plus years now of being often imitated but hardly duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, we're going to concentrate and... Just, I take that back. We're going to spend a lot of time on Charles Sonny Liston. Why do I want to talk about a guy that's been dead like almost 50 years? Because of the fact that at one point in time, he was considered the most, I mean, the most intimidating heavyweight champion in history. I mean, he was like the guy that nobody wanted to fight. Yet this young man, this 19, 20-year-old 20 20 man out of the 1960 Olympics named Cassius Marcellus Clay was calling him out, calling him out, calling out the great, great, ugly monster, the big bear, Sonny Liston. And he would bottom on his, well, check out Sonny's career and his death. Of course, very controversial on this day, January 4th, 1970. Of course, what was that, 50 years ago? Almost 50 years ago. Good Lord, long time. No doubt about that. We'll talk Sunny Listen and, and we'll delve into the world of mixed martial arts. Talk about the USC. Of course, USC going to come back with a card with 
<clears throat> Donald Cerrone, the cowboy. I'm not too happy about Donald Cerrone, a loser of three fights in a row, going to be in the main event. But guess what? The other guy hasn't won in a long time either. I'm talking about Conor McGregor. What am I trying to tell you? The UFC's pimping again. Now they're pimping you with Conor. Straight up, UFC news as well as part of this hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you from San Francisco, baby. Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. There's no exception to the rule. Listen, baby, it may be factual, may be cruel. I ain't lying. Everybody plays the fool. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. Question for Andy. It was the party of the year made better by frozen pizza at 4 a.m. until your stomach turned into a churning mess of New Year's regret. For your first resolution, do you A, vomit, B, drink the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine. Take Nauzine. Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get Nauzine now in the purple box at Walmart or your favorite store. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.MoneyASAP.com That's MoneyASAP.com MoneyASAP.com Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful. It holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. 
Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. And right, then Sonny McCombin, referee Jersey Joe Walcott, trying to get Ali to a neutral corner. Ali yelling at Vince to get up and fight. The anchor punch. Which one? Anchor. I call it the anchor punch. Someone step and fetch it out here? Yeah, man. And people couldn't see it. They, it was so fast. Sport Illustrated clocked the. They got a slow motion camera. They clocked the punch, and the punch flew at four one hundredths of a second. You can break a second down to a hundred pieces. You know how people win a ski race? They see one in sixteen one hundredths. He won in thirty two one hundredths of a second. So you can break a second down to a hundred pieces. So you know, yes, quick. So four one hundred. They got a machine that goes like real quick, and it counts real quick. You know, real quick, and. By the time that thing hit four, that's how quick, from the time the punch started to the where it landed, it was four one-hundredths of a second, which is an eye blink. Like a camera flash, that's four hundredths of a second. Now, the minute I hit Sonny Listen, all of those people blinked at that moment. That's why they didn't see it. <laughs> I swear. Now, if you watch the film close, you got to hold your eyes. <laughs> and keep looking about that. When I say, all right, I'm getting ready to hit him, you can't just, you got to hold your eyes and wait. Now, you won't see it, man. We were sitting on a bus in Macau. Yeah, we're in Macau, running around Macau. Macau's like an island, a uh, peninsula on the uh, in Asia. Of course, it was formerly uh, a Portuguese province, but now it's owned back by the Chinese. Anyway, we're, we're moving around Macau in this bus, and I asked him about Liston. I said, you know, King Muhammad, talk to me about Sonny. Did you hit him? He goes, yeah, I hit him. He goes, but he probably should have got up. But then again, I thought about it. You know, when you get hit that fast, you get hit that hard, and you're, it's in the first round of a fight when anything had happened as far as getting hits concerned. You know, there's all these emotions. Boom, things happen. Anyway, he thought it was just that Liston was overcome by the fact that he got cracked crack with a shot he didn't see. And then he dropped, and you know, he didn't try too hard to get up, but he did get up, and he was fighting after the referee, Josie Joe Walcott, of course, the former world heavyweight champion, who was never allowed to referee a fight after that because he did such a great job here. But anyway, the bottom line is the uh, Nat Fleischer, the Ring Magazine editor, was the one that stopped this fight. He jumped up on the apron. This I find a little suspicious. Okay, and people haven't talked about this much, but Nat Fleischer jumps up on the ring and tells Walcott that Liston was was Liston had been knocked out. He'd been down longer than ten seconds or whatever it was. But the bottom line is that's up to the referee. The referee makes that decision. He's a sole arbiter, not Nat Fleischer. So I thought that was a bit hokey getting Nat Fleischer to make that decision like they did. I really, really thought that was really hokey. Anyway, the bottom line is um, Sonny Liston, of course, would die in 1970. Take that back. Before we get into his death, let's get into Sonny. This is a little bit of Sonny Liston. Not too many interviews on Liston around, but I found this one. It's short but sweet. Father Murphy and I then went from Denver to the training camp in Illinois, where Sonny prepared for his long-awaited meeting with Floyd Patterson. Do you think in general boxers are improving too? Well, I would say slowly but slowly. Are they receiving fine coaching? Uh, I know you are. Are others? Well, some fighters, you can tell them, but they won't listen. But I'm a good listener. I know it's for my own good. Sonny, I've worked with athletes for many, many years, and I can say with a high degree of accuracy that I have never really seen anyone train more diligently than you've been doing around here during the last few days. Well, in the morning, I get up at 5 o'clock, and I run about 5 miles. Eventually, I woke up to 5. And after that, I come back and I go to bed. 
I sleep until about 10 o'clock. Then after that, I get up and eat breakfast, take a walk for about a mile and a half. Then I sit around for a few minutes. Then I go back to bed. Then I get up and come over and have me a cup of tea. Then I start training, skipping ropes, hitting the heavy bag, light bag, boxing, doing calisthenics. Do you believe that the man in the best condition certainly uh, has the greater chance to win, I'm sure? Yes, I do. Well, I admire you for paying this price, Sonny. You, you really train hard, and you, do you enjoy training hard? Yes, I do, when I know i got a fight, huh? <laughs> Sonny, how old were you when you had your first boxing match? Well, when I first started, I was uh, 13. I went to the gym, and I got a selection, so I said, that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not for me. And then again, I waited until I got 18 when I was big. And I, had, I weighed 218. So I figured I said, well, I'm a man. Now I can take it on my own. Did you ever get a chance to fight the fellow who gave you the shellacking? No, I never did see him. No more. Matter of fact, I wasn't looking for him either. <laughs> well, that's certainly a case of good judgment. When you were fighting as a pro, um, <clears throat> Was there any particular fight when you first realized that you, 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 you came in, you're ready to go, you could beat anybody? Cleveland Williams, when I fought Cleveland Williams after, I went to the dressing room, and all the newspaper writers came in, so we, now that we believe you can take it after that fight, and... He must have been real tough. He was, he could punch real hard, and he was fast, and after that fight, I felt that I could beat anybody. You're a bigger muscle. Yes, he, he, was, he was all muscle. He even had muscles in his eyes. <laughs> Sonny, someone said during your press conference yesterday that the bigger they are, the harder they fall. I thought your answer was wonderful. Yeah. How do they go? The bigger they are, the harder they are. to cut down, too. <laughs> you have to chop that big tree a lot harder and a lot longer. Yes, sir. What's wrong, uh, Sonny, with the kids in our country today? They don't seem to have much enthusiasm for exercise. Do you have any comments on that? Well, I think their parents buying them cars too quick. Yeah. It used to be that when they get 18, they want a bicycle. Now they get 18, they want a car. Sonny, uh, what advice would you give to a, a young lad who came to you and said, I want to become a boxer? What would you tell him as regards training and so forth? Well, they always told me anything you want to do. Do your best and be the best at it. And the training part, he has to pay a price, doesn't he? Yes, he does. That's a really trains for anything you go out there, you have to train at it. You get out of it what you put into it, pretty much. Yes, you do. Oh, if you uh, <clears throat> should win the championship, uh, do you have any plans on what you're going to do after that? I would like to work with the uh, kids and the they need help, don't they? Yes, they do. Sonny, tell me, what was the happiest moment of your entire career? The happiest moment? Well, when I married my wife, was the happiest moment of my career. Did you ever have any real sad moments? Well, when they turned me down for license in New York to fight for the championship, mm -hmm. something I have always wanted to do. It was kind of sad that they did it, but it, Chicago made me very proud of it. 
And I'm sure you're, you're uh, happy over Patterson's attitude, uh, his willingness to fight you. Uh, he said some nice things about you, Sonny. Yes, he did. I really was surprised that he stood up for me like he did. We're very happy. Sonny, listen, Charles, Sonny, listen, let me get you on Sonny, man. A little, little info on Sonny. <clears throat> United States President at the time, the 35th President of the United States, John F. Kennedy, talked to Floyd Patterson before the Liston fight. He said, you know, I don't want you fighting Liston. And he said, you know, they tried to say, well, Liston was involved with organized crime and this and that. You know, Liston was just going to beat anybody. And Liston had done his time in jail. He wasn't a, a guy that was on parole or anything like that. So you couldn't, you know, hold him, bind him to these things. And the bottom line is, Sonny tried to do things his way. Pissed people off a lot, but he did things his way. Anyway, at the end of the day, Charles Sonny Liston, how did he die? I'll get to that after the break. Guess what, folks? I got a break. Just before the break, we'll check out the George Ravallo look at the anchor punch. Was it real? Wasn't it? There was a fight, uh... Well, I was rooting for uh, Sonny Liston to win uh, when he fought Ali Sugdime and Lewis and Maine. And, of course, Charles Sonny Liston, the challenger, is in the ring. If uh, Ali won the fight, he was going to fight Floyd Patterson. If uh, Liston won the fight, he'd be fighting me. So, naturally, I was kind of rooting for Liston to the win. The challenger, Sonny Liston. We're waiting for that bell for round one. Here we go. Uh, I remember Ali threw a little j- uh, right hand over a jab and just just touched him on the head. It was almost like a little, just a little little tap, and, and he went down and he was shot. And uh, he wouldn't move. And as a matter of fact, uh, as he was laying on the canvas, everybody's jumping up and down. And the referee, Jersey Walker, kept yelling out, "Get up, get up!" Because he knew he knew the punch shouldn't have done that kind of damage. Sonny Liston was a big, tough, strong guy. He's not going to get knocked out by a powder punch. Liston was a tough guy. I, I jumped in the ring myself. I had a lot of reasons to do that, at least one main reason. I was going to get a shot of the title. Uh, when I listened to the dive, I thought my my way to the title would be a shot of Liston. Hopefully, that if I beat him, I would have been champion of the world. But that opportunity with him never came that way. My name is Bruce Travallo, and I was there. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35 make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 
800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one. The death of Charles Sonny Liston. He didn't come to a party at Johnny Taco's gym. Of course, Johnny Taco's single-story gym on uh, Charleston and Main Street in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, he didn't come to the party on New Year's Eve, and Johnny was expecting him, and Geraldine was out of town, and Mrs. Liston was out of town. <clears throat> so a few days later, Mrs. Liston conveniently comes back into town, and she uh, gets a hold of Johnny, and, of course, Davey Pearl was involved as well. He was a referee for the Sugar Ray Leonard-Tommy Hearns fight, the first fight in 1981. Of course, he was a referee that was saving Tommy Hearns in that 14th round when, you know, Ray Leonard unloaded a can of ass whoop that Tommy just couldn't handle. Anyway, Davey Pearl, <clears throat> he was a bellboy originally when he came to Las Vegas. Of course, he became a referee and a hotel owner and a bar owner as well. But <clears throat> Davey Pearl, Johnny Taco, the late owner of the aforementioned gym, the Main Street gym, of course, and the wife went in and found Sonny Liston in his bed, laying on top of his bed. He had his socks on. He had his underwear out around his ankles, and he was sitting there with nothing else on. There was nothing, no T-shirt, no nothing. He was sitting there nude, laying on the top of the bed. Now, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that, oh, he overdosed on heroin. But uh, wait, wait, how can you say that, genius, when there were no heroin marks or no no syringes? I mean, nobody nobody punched, jumped, punched any heroin into him. There wasn't any, there wasn't any marks. Okay, and when they did a toxicology, uh, uh, a drug test afterwards, it didn't. There wasn't enough heroin. I said they said there was some opiates in there, but there wasn't enough heroin in there to say that it was really a, a death from heroin. So his death did not come from a heroin overdose. The the mob did they kill him? People think the mob killed him. They think the the reason behind that was the his last fight. <clears throat> In 1970, of course, he died in 1971, 70, 71, but uh, the New Year's Eve there. But his last fight 
in June of 1970. Of course, it was the 29th against Chuck Wetmer in, in New Jersey City. Of course, Chuck Wetmer, the biome bleeder, the, the guy that, that, that he bled like you wouldn't believe, the biome bleeder. But Tyson Fury bleeds more than him. Anyway, he was 21-5 and five at the time. Of course, Wetmer had had that big fight with Ali where he stepped on Ali's foot and knocked Ali down. He said it was a clean knockdown. But, you know, Sonny was coming off that loss. In the prior fight, to Leotis Martin, he got stopped in the ninth round. He got knocked out cold. I mean cold. They had to wake Sonny up. That was in Las Vegas, the International Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, of course, the vacant NABF heavyweight title. And Sonny got drilled. I think it was a ninth round. Just drilled, man. He was, like, asleep for a long, long time. Anyway, <clears throat> the writing was on the wall. Sonny was about, to, you know, to fall apart as a fighter. As I said, I think he was closer to 50 than he was 40. But Chuck Wepner, the fight going down in 1970, he broke Wepner's face in eight spots. Uh, 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 the the theorists say that he was supposed to throw this fight. He didn't throw the fight, and therefore he was killed afterwards. Well, let me go back to the crime scene. It wasn't a crime scene. It was a death scene. <clears throat> All this was was a coroner's case. You didn't have to bring in the homicide detail. All you had to do was, like, look at look at the scenery. I mean, we're ha- I'll go back to it. Sonny Liston, nude on a bed. Shorts down around his ankles. His socks were on. That's it. Socks, shorts down around his ankles, and he's laying on a bed nude. What do you think was going on there? He was taking care of himself, and he had a stroke and or a heart attack or some type of aneurysm. There's no other way to explain it. The door was locked from the inside. You trying to tell me that somebody, like, locked the door and then, like, went through a wall, invisible or something? It didn't happen that way. I think that, you know, the conspiracy people, and I'm a big conspiracy guy because I think that a lot of crimes do happen uh, by way of conspiracy, which means more than one person. I don't think that there was anybody involved with Sonny Liston's death outside of himself, maybe in his right hand. That's it. That's what killed Sonny Liston. He came and went at the same time. Charles Sonny Liston. Professional record, 50 wins, 4 losses, 39 kills, was stopped three times. We, uh, I hate to, people say, how can you say that about it? I just did. I mean, listen, I'm an ex-cop. I've investigated homicides. Um, I'm an ex, I'm a current licensed private investigator here in California. I mean, I'm an investigator. Once I read that police report, once Johnny Taco and, and, uh, Davy Pearl told me what time it was, you know, what they saw when they went into the house the first time, th- that's enough for me. I mean, what more do you need? The doors were locked from the inside. Doors were locked from the inside. Okay. Sonny's laying on the bed nude. Figure it out, folks. He had a heart attack and or. A stroke, you know, as I said, he came and went at the same time. We wish him the very best of luck, of course, in heaven, because he wasn't respected too much here on earth. He just wasn't. I mean, you heard the, the president was against him. The president want Patterson fighting him. And, I mean, nobody won. The New York State Athletic Commission <clears throat> wouldn't give him a boxing license to fight for the title. Wouldn't fight Patterson like in Yankee Stadium or something like that. The, you know, that, that just, the man had served his time. Unless you could prove something actually dirty against him at that point in time in history, I think that was just prejudice and bias. They didn't want to give it to him. Of course, Floyd Patterson, a little bit more controllable. Floyd's a good guy. Floyd was a great guy. Of course, a two-time world heavyweight champion, knocking out uh, Ingemar Johansson in the rematch. Of course, getting knocked out by Johansson. Of course, Johansson's claim to fame was how he got there was knocking out my first boxing mentor. I'm talking about, take that back, my second boxing mentor, Eddie Machen, former NABF. Was he NABF heavyweight champion? I think he held a couple of regional titles, but he was the number one ranked heavyweight at one point in time. And Sonny Liston, he went 12 rounds. Of course, as I said, Eddie wasn't the greatest fighter in the world. He was a good fighter, but he had a bad right shoulder, so he never threw a good right hand, per se. He used to work on that jab and, and hook off the jab a little bit. But a good boxer, not a great, great knockout puncher. But Machen, 
told me that Liston hit the hardest of anybody he ever fought. A lot of guys told me that. Okay, I mean, three or four guys I know that have fought and Liston said to me, you know, nobody hit harder than Sonny. But guess what? It doesn't matter how hard you hit. We found out, didn't it? When Ali, he couldn't hit Ali, it just didn't matter. At the end of the day, Sonny was a brute. Sonny was a good guy. Sonny was a bad guy. Sonny was a monster. Sonny was a sweetheart. I mean, there's all these different versions of Sonny Liston. At the end of the day, <clears throat> I can only tell you, in my opinion, how he died. And I think he died at his own hands. Just put it to you like that. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Heavyweight Division 2020. Doesn't look all that good. I told you about that. Anthony called a little bit earlier. You want to know about the, the middleweight division. Of course, the, the current middleweight division, super middleweight division, things like that. Let's take a look at the super middleweight division to begin with. Um, 168 pounds. Pretty good division. No doubt about that. Of course, we, but, but we've got Canelo Alvarez there, and, and I don't think they're <clears throat> they're not rating him at 160. I think they're rating him at 160 still, even though he you know he he won the 175 pound title, he held the 168 pound title, and of course he was the 160 pound champion as well. So he's got all these belts. The bottom line is, I guess he should just have the the pound for pound belt and defend that until he gets beat. But straight up, what the 375 million dollar contract, the highest paid athlete in all of sports. I mean, think about that. A Mexican national with a limited education <clears throat> signs the biggest contract in sports history, a $375 million contract for, I think, 11 fights. I mean, think about that. It's a bigger contract than anybody ever signed in their life, bigger than any Floyd Mayweather ever dreamed about. And you know what? The good thing about the zone when they signed, uh, uh, signed Canelo instead of Floyd Mayweather, I mean, if they were both vying to be signed at that point in time, is that Canelo delivers. Floyd never does. Floyd just talks a good game. I mean, Floyd, man. Come on, how many times are you, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to knock this guy out. I mean, usually all the action in the Floyd fights, they they stopped after the bell rang. That's the way Floyd did it. Floyd was a bit of a scam. I just think he was. Floyd was a bit of a con artist. People say to me, you're rough on Mayweather. I don't think I'm rough on Mayweather. I think I'm real with Mayweather, okay? 168 pounds. Uh, I don't know. I'm not too big on 168. 160 of course, you know, we've got Canelo going back and forth to 160 and 168. It's sort of like Canelo's game. I mean, he's a franchise fighter, of course, you know, of the WBC, the IBF, the WBO. Everybody wants to put their belt on him, no doubt about that. Of course, but the super middleweight title holder, as far as the WBA is concerned, is a guy that, by the name of Callum Smith. He's 27-0 with 19 kills. I think his publicist is Mario Serrano. He's 29 years old. He comes with us from the U.K., of course, he'll be having a birthday in April, April 23rd. Liverpool, exactly. Of course, the hometown of the Beatles. Stands six foot three, weighs 168 pounds. We sit, we're told that he is a guy to watch as far as 168 and 175 is concerned because he's not done at 168. Of course, he is uh, coming off that <clears throat> the win over John Ryder. It took place in Liverpool. Of course, that was 28 and four was his record in entering the fight, Mr. John Ryder. But straight up, Callum Smith, supposedly a. Uh, a star in the making. Although I think Danny Jacobs is the best fighter at 168. I just do. I mean, there's other people that can fight. This guy, Fedor uh, Chumanov, Tudorov, is 22-2. and two. Of course, he comes to us out of Russia. Anybody coming out of Russia these days, you got to take a look at them. They're just rough, rough customers, man. Because, you know, when it comes down to wiping your butt with a with a rock or toilet paper, and they tell you, guess what? You can use toilet paper if you learn how to box and beat people up. Not too tough for a Russian street guy, no doubt about that. Billy Joe Sanders, is he the real deal? At 168, I don't know. The current WBO title holder, of course, got a great record. Great record was the undefeated now, 29 and zip, you know. But I don't know. 168, Rocky Felding, forget him. Forget him. He's done. 
Ryder lost that last fight. David Benavides, the aforementioned co-kid, 22-0. That's all I can say. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more. Ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS. Developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my name is Paul and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800-769-8155. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. Give yourself the gift of great sleep through the holidays on the world's only mattress with a Purple Grid and get a free premium gift bundle to complete your Purple Sleep Set when you text SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. Data rates may apply. Have you heard about podcasting? With podcasts, your favorite radio shows like Sports Overnight America and the Video Game Review are delivered directly to your computer automatically so you can listen when and where you want, as many times as you want. And it's easy, too. Just go to sportsbyline.com and click on the Get Podcast button next to the show you want. Visit sportsbyline.com today. 
check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. If Canelo Alvarez is the fighter of the year for boxing, without a doubt he is. Of course, the former WBO 175-pound champion now holds the title at 168 and 160 as well. Of course, I don't think he'll ever make 160 pounds again. I just don't think there's any motivation for him to cut off those extra eight pounds. He can fight at 168. He's comfortable there. He's big enough to fight at 168, and I think he will. So he is the fighter of the year as far as boxing is concerned. As far as the world of mixed martial arts are concerned, you got to go with Khabib. I mean, just the fact that he's still unbeaten. I've talked about this before. I've talked with people that train with him down there at the American Kickboxing Academy down there in Silicon Valley, USA. And never has he lost a fight. I mean, you've seen pictures of him and video on him, YouTube, that kind of stuff, wrestling bears and lions and all kinds of animals. It kind of kinds of crazy. He's done all kinds of crazy things, okay? But he's never lost a fight. But on top of that, he's never lost a round. They tell me he's never lost a round training. And I mentioned this before, and I mentioned it again. I'm not trying to be redundant. I'm not senile. It's just that I've never heard of a guy that never lost a round ever in the gym. He's never lost a round ever in the gym. So what am I trying to tell you? KB might be around for a long, long time. Unless you can make a issue of him gaining too much weight after the fight. In other words, in other words, in other words, he weighs 155. I don't think he should step into the octagon heavier than like 162, 163. I think it should be a limit on these guys. But you know, it happens. They gain 15, 20, sometimes maybe 25 pounds. So if a guy can gain that much weight in the world of mixed martial arts where they get to lay on each other, that can be a considerable advantage. Even if you're in bad shape, if you just lay on top of the guy and the guy's got to hold you up or try to get you off him, I mean, that's going to, anyway, you see where I'm coming on, coming from on this one. Bottom line is, at the end of the day, mixed martial arts, I think, is um, probably not at its zenith. And I don't think it's, I think it may have peaked a couple of years ago. I really do. I mean, the reason why I say that, the USC now a $42 billion, $4.2 billion entity was sold a couple of years ago. I just don't know if it's worth that kind of money. I really don't. And when you look at the fact that, yeah, they're expanding into China. Yeah, they'll be big in China. Yeah, they'll be big in, in, in different parts of Asia and this and that. But I just don't know if this is really going to catch on as far as a worldwide thing is concerned. I mean, as far as more than boxing. Yes, 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 boxing still has more fans than mixed martial arts. It just does, even though the sports are what they are, especially here in the United States. Of course, you can get a guy winning the garden fights in the world of mixed martial arts, getting 500 grand. You get a guy that wins the garden, wins a fight in the garden. Back in the 70s, he was getting two, three million bucks. Something wrong with that picture? Yeah, the UFC. <clears throat> Looks like the UFC is going to come out with some new testing methods as far as um, uh, the USADA, the U.S. United States Anti-Doping Association, introducing Oral fluid testing, a pain-free, non-invasive collection experience that is being piloted both in and out of competition in the UFC anti-doping program. The method is safe, reliable, and can be administered anywhere. Yeah, open your mouth. Collecting samples through the pilot program is critical. Of course, they're doing a pilot program right now. Anyway, it looks like they're going to be testing these guys for, like, weed and stuff like that. That's what they're looking for. They're looking to test guys for weed. You cannot pick up any, any anabolic steroids or anything like that as far as the... Uh, this testing system. So they're looking to pick up on guys on weed. Hey, isn't weed legal like in so many states now? I mean, didn't the NBA just legalize or No, no, not the NBA. Major League Baseball say that, you know, it's not illegal to smoke weed anymore. I mean, how many states, how, how long is it going to be before before people are, are lifted of this, you know, being being screwed because they smoke weed? Especially for like a month, month and a half as far as drug tests. I mean, that's out of their mind. It just is. Of course, Khabib, the man that he is, the world lightweight champion, of course, he's going to take on ye, another nutcase. 
And I say a nutcase, I mean that a real nutcase. I'm talking about Tony Ferguson, man. Of course, Tony Ferguson, famous for pulling, pouring holy water on his wife. He's got an outstanding record, a former lightweight champion. He never lost. He got hurt instead. Of course, he's he's had injuries that are that are like crazy, torn ACLs, and he's ripped, ripped, ruptured ACLs and torn ACLs, and he's recovered from them. I think he had some major knee operation. I thought he was done. He was toast. He came back. He won after that, of course. But then he had that, that problem with the old lady. You know, when you have a problem with the old lady, you're pouring holy water on the wife. I don't know, especially when you're standing over her in bed. She's asleep, and, like, you're waking. She wakes up because you're pouring water on her. I mean, you're pouring water. This is holy water, babe. I'm trying to save. Anyway, you know he's out to lunch. But out to lunch or not, he's going to main event UFC 249 against Khabib. Of course, Khabib's undefeated. Tony's lost a couple of fights early on. Tony's a good fighter. If, there, if there's anybody that could probably fight and beat Khabib, it would be Tony Ferguson. I don't say he, I'm not saying he will. I think he's going to lose here. What I'm trying to say is of all the guys that are in the lightweight division right now, He's got the most chance, and it's like Don, like Don King said, slim and none and slim just left town. Yeah, but he's got the best chance, but yet the chance is slim. Anyway, Uriah Hall and Ronaldo Souza will be in the co-feature. That's going to go down April 18th from the Barclays Center in New York City, of course, home of the Brooklyn Nets. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, here Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and about a thousand other internet platforms. That being said, looking at this $4.2 billion company, <clears throat> and they've got fights coming on McGregor, of course, Conor McGregor, the con man that he is, can't fight no more, I don't think. Taking on Cowboy Donald Cerrone, I think it's too much booze, man. Too much booze and, and other stuff as far as Connor's life's concerned. Got the whiskey brand, made the money for fighting Floyd Mayweather, which was a fraud. Of course, he's going to sell out to T-Mobile Arena or come close to it when he takes on Cowboy Donald Cerrone. Both these guys haven't won a fight since Bill Clinton was president. Just almost. I kid you not. It's been a long time. Anyway, UFC rocks after that with UFC Fight Night, Curtis Blades and Junior Dos Santos. Why do I want to see this? I don't know. Two heavyweights are going to throw hard at each other. One guy's probably going to get knocked out. This one's not going to go the five-round distance. Curtis Blades and Junior Dos Santos. Junior Dos Santos, former champion, former best boxer in the heavyweight division. I say former because I don't know what he's got left. Dominic Ray is going to take on, of course, John Jones, UFC 247, the 8th of February, going down to the Toyota Center, Houston, Texas. We're going to say about Dominic Ray's, he's got stones. He's, he's, he's in this to win. He's not there to pick up a paycheck. John Jones, is he getting long in the tooth? <clears throat> when I talk to the Mighty Seek, one of my experts uh, on the world of mixed martial arts and cage fighting, I'm calling him the Mighty Seek. I don't want to say his name, but he's, he's a Seek. Anyway. He tells me that, you know, John Jones is getting old. At this point in time, maybe he might be susceptible. You know, John Jones has had to cheat in the past, you know, one, two, three times, maybe doing steroids. And, of course, you know, the weed. The weed I got a problem with. The coke I don't have a problem with. If you want to do this stuff in your own time, hey, you want to go ahead. You're a human being. You can. I got no problem with that. But if you do performance-enhancing drugs, he's been caught a couple times with, you know, things that are banned, okay? And if, you, if you've been caught once, I think you should be banned forever. If they live, they have to give you a pass the first time, second time, you got to go. You just got to go. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of, of steroids, and I tell you why, because this is combat sports. We're not hitting baseballs, not tennis balls, that kind of good stuff. You know, you're hitting people in the head, hitting people, trying to hurt people. So if you have an added advantage trying to hurt somebody, I'm not down with that. The big fight of the year, as far as the USC is concerned, I think this comes to the comeback, 2020 comeback, of course, of the monster, 
Francis Ngannou, of course, a loser of three fights, lost his bid for the World Heavyweight Championship against Stipe Miocic, almost knocking Stipe out in the first round. Of course, Stipe the current champion right now, but he doesn't think he's got a, a detached retina, so he might be off with some surgery for a while. But Ngannou is going to take on a guy whose name is just looks absolutely hell. If I spelled it for you, okay, I'm going to spell it for you. No, no, no. Jayazaro Ruzinshnuk. How's that? That's so close. Anyway, bottom line is he's a decent fighter. Got a whole lot of kick fights. Very long, long, long in the tooth. A kickboxer. Of course, what, 85 kick fights, 176 of them. So he's got a great record, 76 and 8, uh, in a draw as far as a kickboxer concerned. He's 10 and 0. Yee, yee. 10 and 0, uh, as a mixed martial arts fighter. Of course, they don't say how he's won these fights. Basically, nine, oh, take that back. Nine by knockout, one by decision. So we give him the, Hmm, the props of being able to punch. Can he knock his man out? We'll see what happens. Of course, that's going to go down. The two punchers there, Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou is not going to lose for a while. I just don't think he is. Unless he gets upset or he doesn't train or he gets caught with a lucky punch. Anybody can get caught with a lucky punch. But I just think that he is so far ahead of these other guys as far as power is concerned and, and brute strength is concerned that nobody has a chance. He's learned how to fight. I think he's learned how to fight. He learned from those three losses. He learned after losing to Sipin Miocic, next time out losing to Derek Lewis. He learned from those. This guy has learned from them, okay? And I think he's the monster, the unbeaten monster from here on in. It will be a long time before Francis Ngannou loses. And this guy, J.R., is going to get drilled probably within one round. The co-feature on that is going to be Cody Garbrandt, the former champion coming back now at Bantamweight. 135 pounds, Rafael Asahado is going to be across the ring. Greg Hardy is going to take on Jorgen DeCastro in a heavyweight bout. Of course, Greg Hardy's entertaining. As far as the rest of the card is concerned, eh, you know, what can I say? It's a UFC card. No, there's like a lot of no-names, a lot of people maybe coming up, a lot of people not worthy of pay-per-view. This isn't a pay-per-view fight. This is going to be on ESPN. That's what's sort of cool about that. Not ESPN Plus, the regular ESPN. And people have asked me, what's up with the ESPN Plus? I, I bought it. But I can't watch ESPN. Well, sometimes you can't watch. Listen, it's all about ESPN Plus and the app. See what they are for you. I think there's enough boxing on ESPN Plus, plus enough MMA on US, uh, the USC on ESM, ESPN Plus to merit that four ninety nine a month. Of course, the Zone charges people twenty bucks a month. I don't know. Is that really worth it? I say to myself, yes, I have to watch these fights. I mean, I'm a, you know, this is what I do. But the bottom line is, for an average fan, is it worth it? Hell yes, it's worth it. 20 bucks, get to watch Canelo fight once or twice a year, get to watch the World Heavyweight Champion fight once or twice a year. So put it this way, if those were pay-per-views and you had to pay 80 bucks to watch the Heavyweight Championship fight twice a year, that's $160, all right, right, right. And then you had to pay 160 bucks to watch Canelo fight twice a year, that's 320 bucks. If you pay 20 bucks a month for the zone, guess what? You're only paying 220 bucks a year. What am I trying to tell you? It's a deal. No doubt about that. You got to go with the apps right now. Some people are resistant. I remember one guy said to me, I don't know how to get the apps. So I sent him the app, you know, sent him how to do this. And he's watching everything on his phone. I called him the other day. He said to me, hey, I, I need to get back to the fight. So what are you? I'm watching this live fight on my phone from Denver or something, Denmark. So, you know, people are getting hip to the fact that you can use your phone and or the computer, the Internet, to watch stuff all over the world, folks. People are streaming stuff. And, of course, you've got to be careful in what you bring download. But if you don't download, you can sort of stream stuff like, with 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 you know you just stream stuff if you don't have to download stuff you're doing pretty good but you you know and of course got the virus protector as well make sure you have the virus protector i use the avast and the avast works pretty good for me straight up um if you get a virus and you got a mac 
doesn't happen too often. You get a PC, people get crippled. People say to me, oh, my God, all my stuff is lost. Yeah, your stuff is lost maybe because you had a PC and not a Mac. Max Rock, no doubt about that. So that is the UFC schedule thus far for 2020. Not looking all that hot. Of course, Khabib and, Ferg- Khabib and Ferguson are going to go down in Brooklyn. That's going to be pretty good. It should sell out the, the area. Of course, Khabib being of uh, USSR descent and, um, you know, being a big Russian population in the Brooklyn area. Not the mafia guys, but, but they're there too. Anyway, Brooklyn, New York's going to be sold out that night, April 18th. The UFC fight night has not been announced yet for a UFC fight night. It's going to be April 11th. To be announced, the decision uh, to be announced, both the card and the location. But ESPN is going to go, as I said, with Ngannou and his Rosnick guys in the May 29th in the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. I don't ever remember working the Nationwide Arena when I was at Columbia. Of course, Columbus is a long time ago now, man. Those arenas have all changed. USC Fight Night is going to go 171 from uh, the Oz Arena. It's going to go down March 21st, USC Fight Night 170, March 14th. From Brazil, Brazil, and of course USC towards 248 is going to go down from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Obviously, you know USC is getting around. I mean, they're international. We got about that, but they they need that that Las Vegas. That, I guess that, that is basically their home base. There's no doubt about it. Of course, they're going to come back with a cowboy, Donald Cerrone and Conor McGregor. And am I excited about this? Hell no. I mean, this is a fight. If you can steal this fight, watch it. If you can't steal this fight. Don't spend the money to watch it. Conor McGregor's not worth spending that kind of money on. He's just not. He's not a pay-per-view star anymore. Maybe he was at one point in time after knocking out Jose Aldo, knocking out Eddie Alvarez. Yes, the 145-pound and the 155-pound champions right there. One, two. More power to him. But since then, he's done nothing, baby. And this is like, you know, this is all about combat sports. What have you done for me lately? Conor's done nothing. But he's going against the Cowboy, of course. That's going to be January 18th, next UFC event, UFC 246, the T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Did he hurt you or your children? No, no. He no, you're just, okay. really just random stuff, you know, like he put holy water on me. I don't know what's going on with him. Are you um, going to stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station? Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Mighty Sports by Live Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The do-do-do-do of Tower of Power. Bottom line is this week in boxing history, according to Billo, baby. He says that Ruben Oliveira's turned pro January 4th, 1965. Of course, the featherweight champion from south of the border, great featherweight champion. Oh, and on this day, think about it, January 8th, 1995, legendary middleweight king Carlos Monzon died in a car accident. Let me tell you how this went down. He was in jail for murdering his girlfriend. He threw off a balcony. He's a creep, okay? He threw off a balcony down there in Brazil. So they had to put him in jail. They put him in jail, so he got out on the weekends. So he went out on, the, on weekends. He was in some conjugal visit, and he had this stuff going on where he had girls coming into jail. I kid you not. I mean, the guy was like Pablo Escobar. Anyway, he had these girls coming in and going, so he decided he was going to go out, uh, I think, somewhere around New Year's Eve, and he got drunk, and before you knew it, he was driving back, and he got in a car accident, and he was dead. So Carlos Monzon died. Of course, he was a guy that was given a big pass by the Brazilian government, said pushing that girl over the balcony, no doubt about that. want to mention the uh, fact that junior middleweight champion, former junior middleweight champion, WBA champion, the guy that lost that title to Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm talking about Ayub Kalulu. was born on January 8th in 1954. Kalulu was a pretty good fighter. Of course, he was a damn good fighter, man. Just ran into Ray Leonard and a couple other guys of that era. Of course, they were much better. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I thank you so much for tuning in. For you can be doing a million things right now. The fact you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, I thank you so much. The executive producer, the one, the only, Scott Cuddy. Until next time, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. It's 2 p.m. Eastern time, live on Sports Byline. Sports Byline.